0: Well, as you mentioned, Paul, on a number of occasions, we've spoken to uh, Brendan Laid, of course, uh, Port Adelaide Premiership player, All-Australian player, and he's been plying his trade as an assistant coach at uh, Port Adelaide Richmond and St Kilda, but he has now moved to the Western Bulldogs, and I'm delighted to say we have him on the, uh, the line this morning. Morning, Brendan, how are you?
1: Good thing, guys. How are we going?
0: Oh, very well, thanks. Uh, Brendan, just before we get to uh, the Western Bulldogs, uh, en route to the Western Bulldogs, you sort of uh, got down to the interview stage at the Essendon role for the head coach. Uh, how was that process?
1: Oh, it was great to go through the process of um, formulating my, my senior coach presentation and putting myself out there. So it's something I'm looking forward to doing in the future. And if the opportunity comes up, I think I'd be... Uh, I'm um, a good senior coach. A bit different to what's going on now.
2: Mm. Well, Brendan, how does that process go about? What do you do? You go in and front the board. Do they ask you questions, or do you give are given thirty minutes or something like that to to present your plan? How does it all How does it all work? How does it all come about?
1: I oh, was a panel of about six or seven, I think, on that day. Um, they give you some guidelines to go by and mm. what to present on, but you have generally got about hour, an hour and a half to to present you and. What your philosophies are and beliefs are, you know, of how you run a football club and a football department, and um, you go from there. And you answer questions along the way. And yeah, if they like what you like what you bring, there you get another interview, and you you know, go a bit further in the process.
0: Okay, so obviously at 46, still uh, time on your side uh, to uh, get a senior coaching uh, position. So, uh, whilst not wanting to leave the Western Bulldogs before you've even started, I mean, it's something that's still on the horizon and something that you'd consider if if the right role came up at the right club.
1: Yeah, that's right. I don't. I don't think you get to pick your pick the club you go to. It's you know whatever is available and. If that club is looking for a person like me at that time, um, I'm sure I'll advance you a know, fair way into the process. But when I'm looking for someone like me, you might not even get an interview. So it is it is very um, interesting how it all unfolds. But it's just good to be you. And if that's what they're after, you know, you go a bit further. We said earlier that you, when you, we
2: last spoke to you, you were a Saint, now you are a Bulldog. What is life like under Luke Beveridge there? Is it very different to what you had with Brett Ratton at the Saints?
1: Um, it's been it's been great working under Bebo. Obviously a Premiership coach and um, knows his football and been around a long time. So um, it's been it's been a little bit different again, which is what you expect from every other every cl- club you go to. But um, I've really enjoyed my time here. I've, I've learnt already you know a few things that I'll add into what I do, and um, I'm really loving my time here. So hopefully it uh, it keeps going well and we can win some games and get us into finals.
0: Just on Luke Beveridge, I mean, you've done assistant coaching at um, uh, Richmond, obviously, for a considerable period of time once you finished uh, playing at Port Adelaide and then back to Port Adelaide and St Kilda. Had you come across Luke in the system prior to now?
1: No, we hadn't crossed bars at all, um, which is surprising. See, I've been here 12, 13 years now and Bevo about the same. So it's interesting. But, you know, a lot of of the philosophies are the same. It's just different names for things at, at the clubs you go to and, it um, just depends on what players you've got to execute them and, and then how well they execute that. So, um, yeah, it's been it's been exciting for me and I'll, I'm looking forward to the season starting.
2: Brendan, uh, whenever you talk about the Dogs, it's Marcus Bontempelli has been a leader on and off the field, it seems, ever since he, he made his debut a number of years back when he was still a teenager. Have you been able to see that, just how he carries himself around the group?
1: Yeah, it's... The main, my main area of work is, you know, the midfield, and doing a lot of work with Bontempelli, Libertore, McRae, Bailey Smith, Taulor. We've got a, not, got a good group of midfielders, so um I've done a lot of work there. But there's no secret to, to why he's, you know, there's obviously a lot of talent going through Bont, but um, there's no secret to why he's very, very good. It's he works hard and he brings others along with him, so he's a great leader. And from what I've seen, and um, he works hard at his craft and trying to be the best he can be so it's no no secret to, to why he's so good.
0: And uh, when you're at uh, another club um, St Kilda in this case I mean do you know the by looking at them when you have to play them obviously and formulate game plans uh, do you know a lot about the opposition players or is there a getting to know them process when you go to a new club?
1: I oh, you don't know them personally but um, but you do know how they play a little bit and you know, you probably notice their strengths more when you're not at the football club, and when you get to the football club, you're trying to work on, you know, their strengths as well. But you know what they can improve on as well. So that's that's always um, interesting when you go into a new club because some coaches there already formulated ideas on what they can and can't do, and you come in with you know fresh eyes. And you know, we worry about this when we play the Bulldogs. We used to worry about this when we played the bulldogs. Mm. So um, just gonna remind everyone of what their strengths are again, and uh, hopefully go down that path a bit more.
2: You play North Melbourne in round one, which is still a couple of weeks away. A lot of clubs were involved in those match simulations last week. You were one of two that chose not to. So what was the thinking behind that? Brendan, was it basically you just wanted to have intra, more intra-club games and keep it amongst yourselves?
1: Yeah, it was just the build we agreed on as a, as a football club and football department that we're you know we going to build this way and just have one game leading in. And in uh, saying that, we've been doing... Some match simulation since before Christmas. So, um, you know, we've had 20 or 30 minutes before Christmas. So we've been doing it every week since then, and um, I think we've done a lot. The time will tell. We play North Melbourne this weekend on Saturday. I got then, that and, wrong because uh,
2: it's, it's Melbourne in round one, isn't it? Melbourne in
1: round one and yeah. North Melbourne this weekend. Yes. Yeah, Melbourne and then Melbourne in round one. So we got a good building this week. North Melbourne were, you know, improved last week against Richmond under under Clarkson, which was expected, and. Um expecting a really solid hit out and hopefully we can see what really works for us and if we need to improve anything, leading into round one against Melbourne. Uh,
0: you mentioned there that uh, your role at the Western Bulldogs uh, was uh, midfield. I mean, was that what you were doing uh, at St Kilda or is that a newish role for you as well?
1: No, at St Kilda I had a different role every year. I went from uh, midfield to forwards to midfield to forwards. So, um, I was yeah, flung around a little bit, which yeah. is which is hard being an assistant coach because you like to get into a line and, and develop those relationships so, and those bonds so you can, um, you know, give that honest feedback when you need to. And when you're sort of in and out of lines, you, you know, your, your relationships can fall away a little bit with those people. But hopefully I can stay in this line for a while and, you know, build, build strong relationships to, you know, gar- garnish some really good, um, um, results from the, the midfielders I'm working with.
2: You were actually the head coach for a, a game or two, were you not, during COVID times?
1: Yeah, I'd be one of the only coaches that 100% win, win <laughs> ratio, so I might not coach again.
2: Oh, well, I hope you mentioned that to Essendon when you, uh, you interviewed Brendan.
1: Maybe that should be my front page. <laughs> <laughs> well, i would say so your ready. only page. That's all you need to put down and you're in. <laughs> I might just walk in and put that up on <laughs> yeah, the screen and walk out. Right.
2: <laughs> you obviously, when you were there with the, the Saints, you formed a really tight bond with Brett Ratton, especially when you had to spend so long away on the Sunshine Coast together in that uh, COVID bubble. You, you part ways. You both leave St Kildra. Have you been able to catch up with Brett? Because I'd imagine you would have been quite close as friends.
1: Yeah, we are. We're, we're very close. We've caught up two or three times for, for dinner. We go around to his place still now. Um, and He's in North Melbourne now, obviously, so I'll get to catch up with him this weekend and we'll be able to bounce some you know, midfield ideas off each other. But um, yeah, it's, it's disappointing for him. And, um, you know, the club made that decision at St. Kilda to, to go that way. Um, you know, it's just disappointing for him that it happened so late in the season um, when he you know couldn't really go and get another job if he wanted to or, you know, explore a bit more. But, um, you yeah, know, that's that's their call. And they've been pretty strong to stand by it. And um, good luck to them. And hopefully they go okay. But, you know, I'm really supportive of Brett and whatever he wants to do.
0: I hope you don't mind me going off uh, topic here, but uh, we had a listener ring in a few weeks ago saying, uh, "Can't wait! The Kangaroo Island races are underway uh, this weekend. The two-week, uh, the two-day carnival." I see you were born on Kangaroo Island, and we were looking uh, on the internet and looking at all the attractions of Kangaroo Island. Do you ever get back there, and what's it like?
1: Yeah, I go back every Christmas for for two weeks, okay, um, and spend you know two weeks on the beach basically because so it's nice and nice and quiet over there. But uh, the races are something that's really taken off the last five or six years over there and the, the island's basically sold out of, you know, there's no rentals to go into at that period and uh, the races have been sold out the last three years yeah. quite easily. So it's, uh, it's like a really good picnic day. I the races on the Thursday than the Saturday and it was even better they got put on Sky Racing 1 and, um, you know, people <laughs> could watch it on that instead the Sky too.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and Brendan, you, you would be uh, the best known AFL player to come from the island then.
1: I think I'm the only one. Still. There's, there's, a, there's a kid that grew, grew up on the island called Montgomery who's, um, who's on Essendon's rookie list at the moment. So it be interesting to see if he can get there. Hopefully he does. So it's not just me. Is there a an AFL over there on the island? Yeah, there's uh, five football teams over there. So oh, wow. everyone, thinks it's, everyone thinks it's quite small, but it's um, probably an hour and a half long in a car and an hour and a half up and down, top to bottom. So... It's quite a big island, and, yeah, the 540 teams, they both have, you know, two senior teams each, which oh, right. is, is uh, commendable for being only 4,000 people there. Mm, wow. And there, is there a Brendan Laid Oval? No, but there should be. Um, <laughs> probably should uh, make one over there and just name it that. Wow.
2: They, they should be playing for the Laid medal, shouldn't they?
1: Like <laughs> yeah, they the Brownlow.
2: <laughs> and the main race. On the <laughs> oh, race oh day. yeah. Uh, <laughs> lovely to have a chat to you in 2023, Brendan, uh, all the best with the Doggies. They played finals footy this year. Fingers crossed for you. We have the same success. We'll catch up with you again later in the season. Thanks for having me, guys.